0: As a business owner and as a spiritual entrepreneur, how do you build a business that is source-led, that is heartfelt, that as a byproduct of you just being new offers a thriving client base? Now, these are the key questions we ask ourselves because there's so many decisions to be made in business like what do I do for my niche or what do I do for my marketing or what sort of decisions do I make so that the vision of the business is moving forward? And that's why I wanted to invite my friend Danielle Dwyer, Now, I've known Danielle for a while now, and we get on many, many chats. And so I wanted to just get on a chat, interview her, and pick her brain as to how she's built such a thriving business. She has two high-end cosmetic clinics in Brisbane. And to just see her expand has not only been mind-blowing, but how she's done it from such a heartfelt place, a place of her soul's expansion, has been more than inspiring. So what you're going to learn here is, one, What sort of spiritual or self practices can you put in place so that you look after yourself first Two, how to really be a leader, whether you're building a team or how to be a leader in your business, for your clients, for your audience, for those who are following you. And three, how to make those strategic business decisions, how to make sure that your business is moving forward with a particular mission and a purpose that really feels good to you. So I've got Danielle's links below reach out, connect. She's an awesome person. You're going to be lucky to have her in your network. And I'll see you guys on Facebook in the Serving Circle, where you can start collaborating with your soul tribe. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp. And if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a lightworker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income, but every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Hello, online family. Welcome back. Another episode of the Awaken Your Business podcast. Danielle Dwyer. I feel like this episode has been five years in the making, and we haven't done it yet. So I met Danielle. When was it? It was it. it was Tony Robbins, um, business, mastery business mastery last year, year before. Yeah. It was something it was like
1: that. These last two years are a blur.
0: So a while ago, but I've met you in person. We've been chatting for a long time now. And we've always talked about doing this podcast never happens because you're so busy, successful, running your, running your clinic, building a cool team. And I think mm-hmm. what, what we're just chatting about is the theme of this talk all about how to run a source led business. Cause you just consistently go through your own inner work, your own inner healing, whatever flows through you just happens to, just be in your expansion. So I'll give you the space to sort of talk about Bobby Charles, which is the cosmetic clinic, your team, what you've been able to create, which is crazy. Um, but I think this is more for my personal benefit of saying, how, how, how how did you do this? Cause it's, uh, (laughs) it's, it's, it's very inspiring. So go for it, share about what it is you do. Talk about the clinic. What's it been like growing this and expanding in this way?
1: Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Tice. It's, yeah, it's lovely to be here. Um, so I started Bobby Charles Skin and Cosmetics approximately six or seven years ago. And it's been tough. I think, you know, full vulnerability here. It's like any sort of leader. You have some tools, but half the time you're winging it. And um, yeah, it's just constantly reevaluating the way you're showing up and how can I be a better person for my team and those people around me and people I care about. So um yeah, it's, um, it's been quite the journey. Um, and now we have the two spaces, that, as you're aware.
0: Um,
1: yeah, it's been quite the journey.
0: I think with me, because I grew up in the... I didn't grow up, but I basically started my business in the online space. So I was always connecting with people who don't necessarily have too much risk when it comes to building a business or being a coach or doing some sort of consulting work where you... Put up an Instagram page. You put up a business page on Facebook. You get to connect with people. You get to offer what it is you do and how you do it. And you get to build a client base. So there's very little risk. There's very little overhead. When mm-hmm. I learned about what you're doing in terms of your clinic, and not only for just the one location, then you're expanding to an either you, you know, you've expanded to an even bigger location, and just growing a team and having a thriving client base, not only just for the you know, just for the beauty side of things, but the spirituality side that you inject into it, it seems like there's just so much energy you put into it, but so much heart and so much spirit. And I think what I'm what I'm fascinated about is just the getting started period and how you go through learning, building a clinic, getting the products, all that. I know you've explained in the past, step by step, but sort of give everyone a insight in terms of what the what the journey's like
1: yeah look and uh, touching base on the the risk side there's an extreme risk you know um yeah, full openness here we have close to you know a million dollars in expenses a year um it's really tough and it's really hard and i think that's why i always bring it back to self is we have to really be in a space where we cannot be reactive and just be responsive so making sure we have that time out to actually really um, yes we have to do budgets and make sure everything's aligning but first and foremost is we have to be in a space that when we're checking emails we don't get um, what's the word I'm looking for it's really just reactive Um, so when it comes back to the beginning I it's just purpose ties you know this is my purpose and you know, every day I'm just trying to show up in a way where I can serve other people just like you. um And I guess that's why we get along so well. It's just like, how can I make an impact on these people? How can I sprinkle some sort of seed of growth everywhere I go every single day? And it comes from such a space of just, I know this is my purpose. And um yeah, that's why I'm really big on, on coaching on that side as well. So but in answer to your question in the beginning, you know, you start off small, and like anything, if if you're putting the right um, systems and processes in place, and you've got an incredible team, um, which I'll touch base on that later, it's just something that will eventually evolve and it will grow no matter what, as long as you're putting your heart your your heart into it and and showing up every day the best way that you possibly can.
0: And and so, what was the was there a certain point in time where you're like holy shit, I think I want to do this thing where I want to open a clinic and, and provide these sort of services for people to enrich their soul spiritually and, and do all these sort of things. Um, was there a moment in time where you're like, I think that's what I want to do and then take some action steps towards it?
1: Yeah, look, um, if I go right from the very beginning, I, it was something in, in a period of time, I lacked purpose ties. Um, I had no idea where I was going until the age of 27 I'm now 34 so I truly didn't find myself until I was 27 or 28 Um, I had time and I had money so at the time enough to cover this course and my friend said I'm doing the course I was like yeah why not and I did it and I actually left the room in tears I thought I can't do this my anxiety was through the roof Um, and our work is so precise that we do my hands were shaking I was like this is not cut out for me but let me tell you something the way that my mind worked, I already had my strategy in place I had the bed I had the lights I had everything set up I had the business name I had already done all the the processes before because I'm very process-based and I thought holy shit I actually can't go ahead with this I'm not cut out for it and I just you know worked through those feelings and Yeah, today we have, you know, two spaces in Brisbane that are very, very sought after. And I think pushing through that discomfort, if it's really something that is meant to be your purpose, and yes, we provide a cosmetic service, but we're so far beyond that. And and our clients and our reviews just show that, but it's we're all about just making people feel confident in their skin. And that's why I intertwine a little bit of the spirituality and, and the self-development, or should I say a lot? It's a lot of my, um, my focus, the spirituality and the self-development through my team. And also through my clients, you know, words are a powerful thing. So when, whenever we're talking, we're making sure that we're making that person feel as empowered as they can. Um, yeah. It's been, it's been quite the journey. Us, you mm-hmm. know.
0: Why do you, why do you think that's empowering for you for, to have the mission to have the purpose, to have the pull, to help people feel empowered, where do you think that comes from? Where do you think that that pull comes from?
1: Yeah, um, one of my, um, I guess, my human needs are significance. Like, I'm very driven by making a difference. So I just feel fulfilled within myself. And, again, it comes back to that self-knowledge. Like, do you know yourself well enough that what do you need in your life to make your life feel fulfilled?
0: Mm, that's cool. Yeah. And a lot of people are probably listening to this thinking, okay, she's, she's got this, the, you know, set out with some goals, establish this level of success, you know, at 34 and, and building a team, building a thriving client base. What do you think if you can touch upon it in yourself, what do you think some of the successful key tips would be if you're, if you're giving advice to someone who might be building something online and like, oh my God, I've got this self doubt, I've got this, you know, crazy self-sabotaging patterns. What do you think some of the the key characteristics are within you that led to this type of success?
1: This is a really great question, Tais. Thank you. I think there's three key elements, and that would be number one would be just making sure that you've got constant and never ending improvement. I know it comes up quite a lot now and, but it is like, you just need to keep on learning. Like I was a school dropout. Honestly, I left school at year 10. I had no idea where I was going, but I've always had this thing like resilience. It's like I know where I'm going and I'm going to get there no matter what. Um, So yeah, resilience, constant learning. And a big thing of mine is just having a learner's mindset. Like, I know that I know, I don't know everything, and I rely very, very highly on my team, hence why I hire people that are really quite, um, not just empathetic, but really smart, and they really want to add value to everyone around them, so again, it's like a collaborative contribution, Um, it's never just me showing up and and telling everybody what to do, it's just like, hey, how we're going to collaboratively serve the best that we can
0: today, Mm. Um, yeah, powerful i said the
1: three i said the three yeah
0: so there's (laughs) having the consistent never-ending improvement having that focus having the mindset around learning and then having some resilience to just overcome whatever the hell is happening
1: absolutely it's yeah in yeah in today's society and as we've just seen tyson the past three years has just been absolutely incredible for all of us it's been some of the toughest times i've ever seen in business Mm -hmm. um you have to be resilient as a business owner. You really, really do. And especially once you start growing a team and you get all of this other stress, it's, it's hard, but it's so worth it.
0: Mm. And I think yeah. that in, in my journey, I think it's sort of similar. Like, again, I think that's why we get along. Cause we see, we see challenges in a very similar way. We see challenges always. Yeah. It's sort of like your mind freaks out for a little bit. And then you see yeah. challenges in a way that's like, okay, how is this helping me expand and grow so that I have more to give? And you yeah. know that's been a big focus of mine since I started the personal development journey. I started with Tony Robbins, and I know you're a big Tony Robbins fan. That's what, where we met. But the I just find that having that focus and saying whether it's the shift with my business, my mindset, my emotions, you when it comes to your team, or expanding your expanding your clinics, like all the challenges that happen along the way, it's like okay, how is this helping me grow? What what strengths? Am I strengthening right now? What sort of uh, what side of me am I evolving into? And because of that, how the hell am I going to contribute even more because of this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I agree. And I think one thing, one thing, Tice is us as business owners. We get we're almost like we're the outskirts of the business sometimes, and we think that we're different to everybody else. But if we have that mindset, as I'm just an employee as well, and we're all collaboratively helping each other. Um, I think it's quite powerful in just we don't always need to know everything and that's where that vulnerability I'm a massive believer in Brene Brown I love her stuff it's like we're not expected to know everything if we just drop those expectations we're actually much more empowered and yeah we can show up in a lot better yeah just show up better for our team knowing mm-hmm. that we don't actually have to know all the answers and I guess that's where it comes to somebody like yourself Tysis is when or not so much yourself actually because you've got incredible talents and somebody that feels like they don't have that growth factor and it doesn't mean it's a weakness it's just not a built strength or a dna strength you can then go and build your team around that okay i need somebody that's really strategy focused um looking for that person that's got that strategy we don't have to know it all and we can't and i actually think it's a a really bad state of mind to be in if we actually think we know it all there's so much that comes up i could go down a rabbit hole but
0: yeah let's not go there we can go down (laughs) many rabbit holes let's be Uh, honest (laughs) there can be plenty one of the things um when you're talking about coming back to self when you're talking about the things around if i'm building a source-led business where it's just having that heartfelt calling i know you are big on putting yourself first harnessing that energy so that you have that softness, that surrender before you go to a certain strategy. Mm. Um, big for me, obviously I meditate a lot and yeah. I've recognized it in myself. What is that process like for you? What is it, what is it that you do? What is it that you um, have as a practice and why is that so important?
1: Yeah, it's so important to me again, just because of the whole reactive, um, responsive type of things. Like oh, I can be, it's in my nature to be, I can kick it very easily. Like that's where my resilience as well comes from. Like for me, it's morning rituals, evening rituals. Like I'm so big on it. Um, and my mornings start from my evenings. So when I'm going to bed, I'm actually asking myself three questions. So um, I want to know how I've served because for me, significance again, um, that's what actually empowers me and drives me. So how have I served? And I try and put three elements in each so how have I served? Um, how am I going to show up better the next day? And then just what am I thankful for? So you go to bed with, an, with, with that thought in mind. Um, a big one for me as well is I'm big pen to paper. So if there's anything that's going on in my head, I write it out um, for the next day. So what do I want to get through the next day? Um, that way it's just a tick and flick. I mean, everybody's different, but for me, um, that's how I work. Um, I'm really big on achievement. So when I do that tick, I'm like, get a girl. <laughs> so everybody's different. Um, but yeah, so I do that before I go to bed. Always get a really good sleep. Like I prioritize and it never was this way. Um, so I prioritize my diet um, and my sleep. It's really big for me. I don't operate well when I'm, when I'm tired, I'm grumpy. Um, so yeah, so I get a really good sleep. Um, and then in the morning, I, when I first put my feet on the ground, and I mean, this is, I'm human. We don't do this every day, but this is my intent. And it's 80% of the time that I do it. Um, I put my feet on the ground. And I just thank that I'm here another day on earth. Um, I have had loss in the past. And so I know how important and how precious life is every single day. Um, so yeah, feet on the ground, saying how much you're thankful for the day. Um, and then I also get on my mat. I do a nice feminine flow. Um, I find it really, really easy to be in my masculine. I was raised around boys, um, and again, my strategy, achiever, significant—all like of these things are quite masculine. So I'm really trying at the moment, and um, the intent is to be more feminine in my leadership style. So getting on my mat and doing that leadership flow, um, and then doing some sort of movement, whether it be yoga, to get some static movement going, static energy flowing, um, rather. But yeah, so I do that, and then so my mornings are sacred. To me, it's like not negotiable. So that's how I do the morning and evening. And then I also have some strategies throughout the week. So at the, on a Friday, and again, it's systemized. So I set it and forget it on a Friday. I spent an hour or so just working out what I need to do the next week. Um, so, I can have my weekend nice and relaxed. So I don't have to think about work. And then I don't have to think about work on the Sunday night. And I'm, you know, it's all done for me. So, I spend that hour on a Friday afternoon just working out what I need to do the next week. Where am I investing my time? What actually isn't so important for me? I really, really take on too much. I know that's my personality style. So, when I'm doing that you know, reconfiguration of the diary, I'll just get rid of anything that's not urgent if I've taken too much on because I like to work from a space of calm. Um, but it wasn't always the way, Ty. So these all learned behaviors that anybody can learn. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's okay when you. Well, I've seen the way you journal, and I've seen it and it's very clean, very clear, very structured. It's it's it clearly puts you in a state of okay. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I can plan. I can structure. And then when I journal, I can tick off certain things. And maybe I need to implement that. And when I tick off things, I'm like, yeah, girl. Yeah, girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm writing that down as a key tip.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But I
0: think, I think the overarching thing is just, Hey, when you put yourself first morning and evening, it puts you in a, it puts you in a more resourceful state to be able to apply the strategies and go mm-hmm. after what you want from more of a place of your whole self, more place that's source led. Is that the way you describe it?
1: Yeah, 100%. And I'll give you an like a proper example, real-life example, which I'm sure people can resonate with. There's only a small team of eight right now. But these are eight women that are empathetic. They're elite performers. They want more. They want to grow. Like they hold me accountable more than anybody else. Now, I've created this beast, right? But they hold me accountable more than anybody else has ever. I woke up this morning and everything that's going on with the floods, etc., Ukraine, like i don't actually want to show up this morning like i'm done with leading the team they can sort themselves out and i was like hang on a minute like they need me more than anything right now like just whoa get on your mat do your um insight timer and then i was fine it's like i got to show up in a way that actually brought the team together and Mm. wow just wow Like watching their comments underneath and again in that state I could have actually because it's easier just to tell them what to do sometimes you know sometimes it's just like just tell them what to do finish done I'm done with being a leader but instead I kind of I felt what was going on and then came from a space of again that vulnerability Um, and just asking them how do you guys think that is the best way that you show up this week and again it creates that accountability so and not only that connection, like that's what we're all about. So like as they're writing their things, the team are connecting and then you just, yeah, it's a powerful feeling. And then that makes me go, that's why I show up every day. And that's why I don't put the, put the exit, exit button on. Now, I
0: know uh, many people who are listening might not be building a team, um, yeah. but I think it's such a, a skill set to, to to be able to lead in that certain way. So whether you're building a team um, mm-hmm. or not, if you're in business, you're a leader. You're a leader to your audience. You're a leader to your clients. You're a leader to whoever is watching you. And Absolutely. I think being being able to set that, to- being able to set the tone to be like, "Okay, hey, this is what we stand for. This is how I'm going to show up, and this is who you're going to become by um, you know by basically being under my leadership." What was it? What's it like for you? What what sort of is your area of focus, or what is it, what is the sort of um, intention for you in building your team, and then mm-hmm. you know guiding them to a certain you know certain goal or a certain mm-hmm. outcome?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, and I love it. It's my focus right now. I really believe if you were to ask me what's a great leader, my my thought of a great leader is somebody that can really show up. And again, as you said, that you don't have to have a team. Um, you're leading your family. You're leading, leading your loved ones. My um, analogy, I guess, on a great leader is somebody that can show up in their feminine and their masculine and know when they need to change hats. It's like intuitive leadership. So that's like my main focus right now. And off the back of that, it's like how do I get my team to show up in a way that they're all leaders because they are. So it doesn't matter what I'm training, whether it be mindset, KPIs, um service stuff like technician stuff i'm always training them to be the very best leader that they can be because that's like my goal how can i have a team full of leaders you're all leaders so let's start acting like it and yeah they've just grown at leaps and bounds so that's my two focus points when it comes to leadership within the space
0: very cool and if you have a team of leaders they're taking the responsibility (laughs) their own tasks their own their own kpis and then you can you have the elements of collectively coming together to achieve something achieve something together but then they also take responsibility in their own sort of domain and Mm. it it just allows the cohesion to work well because they're fighting towards a common goal a common good common expansion Mm -hmm. but then you also trust them to make some decisions take some actions that are in their expansion instead of saying hey I'm the leader here's what to do and how to do it that sort of disempowers a lot of people right
1: it really does Tyson. and I think that when you're first starting off with a team or or even the, I, I always bring it back to parenthood I'm not a mum but like even if you're constantly nobody likes to being told what to do no one I don't care who you ask especially me. So it's like, I feel like they're the same. It's like, how can I just ask an open-ended question to get these girls to say, no worries, I'll do it. Um, And it gets them on board. And again, it comes back to that contribution. Um, Yeah. It's really important for them to be able to take accountability and we have systems in place at work that allow that. And it gives them a real benchmark on where they're at as well.
0: Mm. So in someone building you know, an audience or building a client base or something like that. What's the sort of, is there any particular leadership guidance you give them or insight or some inspiration? What's some things if they, if they're like, oh, I don't know, if I want to step up as a leader, what's something that you'd, you know, you can give them as, as tips or guidance in order to step into that role.
1: Um, Tice, I think I would bring it back a step and be like, if you're feeling like you don't want to be a leader and this is your jam, I'm not going to take over here, but if you're feeling like you, why, why don't you want to be a leader? Is there underlying things that feel like you're not enough, feel like you don't have the right tools and the right answers? Because I know that it's something that came up when I started that coaching journey. It's like, you don't need to know all the answers, but you need to know how to ask the right questions. I think that's first and foremost, and it's the skill that comes it, it gets built over time. It's not something that's, you know, we're not born with this skill of how to ask the right questions. And again, it's just listening, being able to listen to what's not said, but just mm-hmm. feeling into what people are saying. I think is really, really important. Um, I hope that answered your question. Okay.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, if they're if they're developing the skill set and practicing how to ask more skillful, resourceful questions, it sort of takes yeah. the pressure off needing to quote unquote know everything. And Absolutely. you can you can step into more of a leadership role of open to others opinions yeah. open for resourceful answers to come through and yeah. that's i mean that's a, a a pearl of wisdom for all areas of life regardless yeah. if you're a leader or a business owner or whatever it is um yeah. but to me that's important that's important no matter where you're at right now asking yourself meta question of how can i ask better questions
1: yeah always
0: it'll always lead you to somewhere more resourceful i find
1: yeah 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 definitely i agree with you guys for sure cool in
0: when you're when you have yourself you have your team one thing i also want to talk about is how you make decisions in business and how you how it remains heartfelt how it remains you know source led when you're making decisions, what to do with your business, where to go with it, what products to use, how to, you know, add services to clients, what yeah. sort of goes through your head? What sort of is the thing that, you know, drives those decisions?
1: Um, it's a really great question. And I think that for me, decision-making has always been quite easy. Um, but the thing that makes it easier for me is, again, coming back to the, the why and coming back to the purpose where am I going does this align or not again I always bring it back to self because really even you Tice you've built this brand for you predominantly yes you've built it for everybody else because you want to serve but you want to have a particular lifestyle and you want it to work for you Mm -hmm. I think that's Mm -hmm. one of the big things is people forget about that once they get so busy building a business they forget hang on a minute this has to work for me Um, it's really important to make sure that you stay aligned to your values, who you are at the core and make decisions surrounding that. Um, It just makes decision-making so much easier because it's not really a decision to be made. And I always teach this. If you find it hard to make decisions, just go back to your values and where you're going and the purpose of the business. Like I'll use a real life analogy. And again, it won't, um, resonate with people that don't have a team but if you've got you've got two women here that are coming on board possibly and you've got to pick one or the other it's like like what does this business really need who's going to make the biggest impact because that's what I'm all about this person might have more skill set but they might not have a learner's mindset well that's not aligned to our values and it doesn't matter if you're in a company organization or even as yourself types you can have your values personally, but then you have your values professionally. Mm-hmm. And if even if you're onboarding a coaching client and they're just not fitting right, it's like, well, it's actually nothing personal. And this is what I love. Take the personal out of it because it's actually not personal. It's purely just this isn't aligning, and I'm actually going to put you with somebody better. Um, it takes a decision that you don't have to make decisions anymore. It's brilliant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like take that, take the stress away. There's enough stress, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So in... and more of a personal question, yeah. Um, but in when you ask yourself the question of, well, let's make this decision from more of who and what I am, how would yeah. you describe that? Who, who is Danielle? Who is this, this person who has a certain value structure? What does yeah. that look like? What is it the things that you hold in your heart as valuable? Yeah. What are the things that you hold in your, in your heart as, you know, the things that you want to live by? Yeah. What does that look like?
1: Um, it's health, wealth mindfulness um like wellness as a whole family you know and making a difference is pretty I'm pretty simple you know it's just well for me I, it depends who you ask yeah <laughs> but you know it's just if it doesn't I've had to make tough decisions in the past six months quite a lot with people that I was allowing into my life this is another rabbit hole but it's like if it's not aligning, it doesn't mean you don't care about them and you don't love them. It's just purely, it's not, it's not aligning to where I'm going. Unfortunately, mm. um, it is. It just is.
0: Yeah, I know some people are probably listening to this, being like, "Did Danielle just say she's simple?"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: 100%. That just happened. I'll
1: be like, "That's a lie." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm is- a complex woman, but I'm, I yeah, I feel like I'm pretty simple in that way. It's just it doesn't often change anymore it's pretty like yes i'm you know have a bit of flow i love fun but -hmm. at the same time i'm pretty serious about my values and it just is what it is and this is who i am i think once you you once you actually figure again it's coming back to self once you figure out who you actually are and what you need most importantly um that's where the power lies for sure
0: yeah yeah I i think with the um when you say you're simple, it's sort of like, well, I don't value 15,000 things at the same yeah. sort of level, like there's simple, you know, three or four main things that you do value, whether it's, whether it is your family, relationships, health, you know, wealth, these sort of making a difference. You, you are able to highlight those things. Okay. I, I value those most, let me let me have my decisions run through those the filter of my values. And therefore, yeah. when you are hiring someone, when you're making a business decision, when you think yeah. about what to do, it just goes through that sort of filter.
1: Yeah, totally. And if you don't actually have an answer, if you can't make a decision, ask somebody else. I'm a big believer. We don't have to know the answers. What do you think? You hmm. know, Can you give me your perspective on this? It's not because you don't know where you're going and you need to... um twice, is that loud? That noise that's
0: coming No, it's good. No, you're good. It's
1: okay. Um, yeah, you don't have to know all the answers. Again, that's where I come back to collaboration. Like, we're not here on this earth on our own. I'm really big on that. It's ask people what they think. You don't have to actually take it on board mm-hmm. all the time. It's just like, yeah, ask people.
0: And I think yeah. with, I think it's to the value of you building a team of leaders. When you ask mm. a question like that, someone's going to be like, yeah, cool. I'll give you my opinion know Mm -hmm. because they're willing to step into their their own truth and be a leader and sort of and and share share what's on their heart instead of someone who may not want to step into the leadership role is sort of like don't ask me questions you tell me what to do you know
1: (laughs) yeah and i do have like people in my team that can that were like that initially um and normally it does come back to underlying beliefs like what if I say the wrong thing right now? And that's where it comes to, again, I'm so passionate about as a leader, never shame a person that wants to have a voice or finds it hard to have a voice and then finds their voice. Mm. Like never shame a person. And again, it's all the stuff that you you coach, Tice, is making sure people feel seen and heard. It's Everybody is entitled to their opinion and I think opinions really matter. So you're always thanking people when they step up or when they like contribute is really, really important. And it's, you know, it's not only, I know this is about business, but it's not only about business, it's relationships as well, whether it be family or your partner, it's yeah, it's important.
0: Definitely is. So before we, I want to talk about your coaching and how you're moving into that before we go there. Is there any particular mission vision that you have for Bobby Charles and the clinics moving forward, or is it sort of just an unfolding as, You know where life takes it is there anything in your mind if we where it's where it's going in the next you know five years or so
1: yeah it's big ties um but predominantly if we just had like an overarching because there's little funnels everywhere within the brand um Overarching, it's purely just to sprinkle seeds of growth, and so what we talk about all the time. Um, So it doesn't matter where we take the business, um, or even in my coaching side, it's the same thing because predominantly me as the founder, that's what I'm all about. I'm not going to create a brand that doesn't really align with that. Um, So even through the girls, whether they're doing the therapies on the clients, it's all about you know creating confidence in clients and sprinkling seeds of growth. And it's the same as when we go into the academy side, when we will be teaching the foundations of what we do. Um, making sure that we can really make an impact on that student's life. And it's not just about teaching them the foundations of how to do therapies, which people do so well already. It's about teaching them the mindset and really giving them the core structure of how you can actually make a difference in that person's life. Um, Yeah.
0: Awesome. I love it. So it's, it's sort of interesting where coming from the space that I'm familiar with, the core, I mean... I could have a biased perspective but it seems like the vast majority of people who are coaches will really want to have an impact really want to create an impact. So they'll go Mm -hmm. do a course they'll learn some skills tools that are necessary in learning how to coach someone and then they just start coaching and they develop their expertise and skills through developing a client base and that's sort of what I've done um, and now coaching hundreds and hundreds of people online, you sort of, you get an understanding of what moves people from A to B. Um, mm-hmm. there's there, I don't think there are many people taking the route that you did where you went out, made some crazy shit happen, you know, actually, <laughs> actually, well. yeah, actually, yeah, actually went out there, went through the trial and error, you know, built, a, a, a built the reality that you really want to see in terms of, in terms of your health, in terms of your wealth and the business and difference you're making. And then say, you know what, I've done some cool shit. How about we go ahead, how about we go ahead and actually start coaching and teach people how I did it and and walk them through their own vision and their own life. So what's guiding you now to helping people, you know, step into their power and coach them through their life path. What, what guided you to that, um, that -hmm. decision? And what does that sort of look like moving forward?
1: Yeah, I think in answer to your question, like I did it alone. Like I don't have share partners. I didn't have a partner that helped me. I didn't. My family aren't from a business background. Um, so I literally learn it all myself. And it's a lonely world out there when you're learning it. And I've probably spent close to 200000 on coaching individually and in groups. Um, and I just want to be able to give that to somebody else That doesn't, that doesn't have the tools. And package it all together in a way that, hey, I've, you know, Dale Carnegie, Tony um, Robbins, Brene Brown, uh, like all of these leaders, Vishan Likani with the spirituality side, it's like I want to be able to put it into this little pocket and be able to give it to somebody as best that I can and yeah, see them evolve. I think my the main foundation behind why I want to do it is what pushes me along is if I can, anyone can, like. It's literally, you can do it. And I'm not here to fix people when it comes to coaching. Everybody else has, they have their power. I'm just purely there to have, to give them the tools, to give them the guidance and to be that lighthouse of this is where we're going in, in um, rough seas. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has that power within them anyway. It's just purely opening that up and tapping into it for them.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I love it. And it's it, it makes a lot of sense why, because a lot of the challenges that you've come up against a lot of the mistakes you've made a lot of the triumphs that you've been able to achieve you can now coach from a real place of congruency confidence integrity that says hey when you face this thing I know what it's going to feel like and I know I know you can make it through and get it get to the other side so in sharing this what are some what are some of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome on this journey whether it be some of the mistakes you've made some of the pitfalls, what are some of the, what are some of the good highlights of, your, uh, of, of, the, uh, of the challenges along the way?
1: I think starting off with the mistakes or like the hard times is, you know, obviously the financial stress and we've just had COVID and floods and all of these things that impact the business. Um, it's been really hard. We've had staff that have tried to uh, tear down the brand. Um, we've had other people that have tried to, it just happens. Um, and the more you grow and evolve, the more people don't like it, unfortunately. And the more you evolve as a human, other people don't like it. You know, people don't like change. So if you're going on that growth um, journey, you will get it 150%. Like it just is inevitable. Um, so I, I've gone through that side of things um what other bad things have i had within the business it's been pretty good i can't say there's been too many bad things um except for what everybody else has had with covid and stuff um and then the highlights is just honestly endless like you see you impact people and you change people's lives within my brand and i'm sure a lot of the people that you're coaching have the same sort of thing um if they're coaches or whatever you're you're making an impact on people's lives which then again has a domino effect on everybody that's where the power lies it's not just one person that you're changing it's evolution right Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's yeah you're getting to make an impact so yes I mean um, personally it's been great because it's given me this life that I wanted which is amazing Um, I get to have my own so much of my own time Um, yes I put in a lot of hours and a lot of work in the beginning and I still do if I need to Um, but now I get to spend my time really where I want to um, and that's in the visionary Um, that's where I'm most powerful I'm strategy-based I'm visionary-based and although I do love being a technician like it's yeah it's beautiful being able to see the clients as well but yeah, so it's created a life that, and I think that's what pulls you along all the time. And again, that comes back to the vision and the purpose. It's like, where am I going, and how do I need to reverse engineer? Mm-hmm. Because that's where the power lies. Mm-hmm.
0: Very cool. Mm-hmm. I think even in thinking about, I mean, it's just a core uh, overall skill set to say, okay, where do I? Where is my heart guiding me? Where do, Where do I feel like I am called to go? Mm-hmm. From that. Let's reverse engineer and say, well, where do I need to be at this stage, at this stage, at this stage? And let's evolve into the version of me capable of achieving that thing, right? And let's yeah. do that. Let's do that now.
1: Yeah. And I guess as well, Tice, it's figuring out like, well, not. I don't like to call it weaknesses. What are the areas that I need to improve in to get me where I need to go? Um, I think it's really important to know as well. Mm. Um, but that's why I'm big in my coaching side of things is actually getting to know a human being. Someone might come to me for the business side, which is great, but I still spend a little bit time on you because the business, yeah. everybody knows this, right? It's your business will never outgrow you and your team will never outgrow you. Your, the people that you're coaching, that they might outgrow you if you don't continue to learn and develop. Um, so I'm really big on figuring out what areas in my life do I need to spend more time? How do I need to learn and evolve and grow to get me where I need to go? Mm-hmm. Um, another big thing that you asked me about, the, the mistakes that I've made or the, the challenging times is, I feel like I can speak from every business owner on this. If, if not, then you're very lucky. Um, but it's actually, you lose yourself in business. I don't know if you have, ties, but especially when it comes to leading a team. you really, really, when you're doing so many things, sometimes you lose that flame because you get stuck in the doing or you get, there's just so much going on.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think that's one of the biggest, it's not a mistake. It's purely just a learning and, and a self-awareness of being like, hang on a minute, I'm going back into that space, like back it off. Um, and it's hard at the start to back it off because you don't have people to delegate to and stuff. Um But I think that's probably one, yes, it was a big mistake, but it's such a highlight now of being able to, because I've been there, I can recognise those feelings and recognise when I'm operating from a space of sheer burnout. Um, And, yeah, just losing yourself. I think we're all here to have fun, you know. We're all here to live a life on purpose and it's just sometimes we forget, you know, you are so much more than your business. I think that's probably like, yeah something that I'm really focused on at the moment is what happens if you lost that business? We all almost like went through it during COVID and then everyone freaks out because who am I and what am I without my business? I think it's so much that, and that's again, why I work so much on self because you can't lose that. You can lose your business and that's where the power
0: lies. Hmm. Mm. I don't know how many times we need to have that reminder. it's <laughs> <laughs> it's a key one it's who and what you are it's so much bigger
1: exactly you preach that stuff and i love that about you you know what brings us close i think it's we all need to be reminded and that's why it's important who we surround ourselves with right Mm
0: -hmm. like even Mm -hmm. if even if someone's struggling right now in their business is sort of saying who and what i am is so much more than this Challenge. Who and what I am is so much more than this outcome that my mind wants. Who and what I am is so much more than this thing that's you know being being built. And therefore, when you operate from that vibration, as you say, it's not that you stay in the problem because if you you continue to grow, you continue to expand your level of awareness, your business does the same as a byproduct. Your business will expand. And it's sort of the, well, the sort of key quote that you will always grow to the level of problems that you're capable of solving or the problems that you're willing to embrace. Mm-hmm. And if you're only willing to embrace the small challenges of, you know, the, the, a uh, tiny business who has one or two clients, then mm-hmm. you, then you'll, you're not sort of, consistently growing and evolving to the point where you're like you know i'm willing to solve and face bigger problems bigger challenges things when it comes to building a team or doing payroll and you know marketing in this way and speaking on this stage and growing this podcast or this youtube channel or whatever so you consistently see yourself hey who and what i am is so much larger than this it evolves to this level and you get to evolve through that
1: yeah that's it's so true it's yeah it's something that i'm very attachment based not to so much humans i can be very aloof in that way sometimes but but when when I, it's in my dna i've come from a very competitive sports background if i want something i'm getting it like it doesn't matter what i have to do to in not in a negative way it's just that is what i need right now that is what i want and i'm going to get it um so and one of my coaches is working with me um to like unpack it a little bit and you know this Tice I don't have to tell you but for the listeners it's like when you're working from a space of attachment or like I need it and who am I without it there's always that element of fear behind it for starters but off the back of that there's it's like what happens if you don't get it then there's like that sheer disappointment and actually if you get it you're not that actually you're not happy you're not fulfilled when you get it because the whole time you're operating by like attachment Mm -hmm. you're not enjoying the journey and it was probably one of the best things my coach ever taught me it's like wow I've been operating for 28 years when he taught me that of like this feeling of what if I don't get it Mm -hmm. it's not nice Mm -hmm. I think it's yeah it's important to actually again that's why it comes back to that taking that time for that spirituality that contemplation and that mindfulness of how, how am I actually operating on a day-to-day basis and why.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, it's really important to check in on that.
0: Wow, clearly a lot of tips, guidance, wisdom. And so anyone who is lucky enough to be your client is going to go through all of that. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I want to sort of ask just overall, people who are growing businesses, people who are following their spiritual journey, people who are consistently evolving in their mental and emotional health. What is what's, Is there anything else in terms of guidance or wisdom or tips that you feel, hey, these are some necessary things that you need to remind yourself time and time again? What comes up for you?
1: Minds, burnout. Like that comes up because my personality type, right? I'm like, always doing and one of my Tony Robbins coaches actually said to me Dan you're a human doing not a human being right now and I was like wow it's you know and one of the things that I changed that to of more of a feminine way is I'm a wild horse not a workhorse Mm. um it's like just making sure that we live our lives and the way I have one little tip to share with people the way that I do this and I've actually embedded it into the Bobby Charles brand is you must take a break every three months. It's like not negotiable. So it's in our team's contracts at work. So when they're on a break, they then, it's their own um, responsibility to message management and tell management when they're taking the next break. Um, And management knows to follow up if they don't whilst they're on break, because everybody knows what happens when we're on the way back from a break, what happens. We're like, we're, well, I mean, I can't say everybody because we live a life that's pretty like we're so aligned and we're so. But you still have that. Oh my God, I'm going to have to wake up in the morning at a certain time. I'm not going to drink cocktails by a pool. Yeah. So it, yeah. you're constantly tired. You know, when you come back, you're like, oh gosh, I got to get back into it. So I guess by putting that in place, it's you're taking away that feeling of when's the next break going to yeah. be. You know, you're working from a, you're always working, knowing that there's something beautiful coming up. Um, And for me, I try and take minimum to two weeks off. I try and take the four weeks off. And when I say off, I'm working on the business back end. It's not completely doing nothing and sipping margaritas. Um, But for my team, it's minimum of four days annual leave. Um, So, again, it's not that long, but it really does give them that time to um, reset and recharge. So, yeah, burnout is something um, that I've had to manage what else have I had? I think one thing that I wanted to bring up is well, I do everything that I do within my company or organization, you can do on yourself. So when it comes to um, implementing that burnout. I think the other thing I do is the cap- uh, um, sorry, the 360 um, appraisals. So yes, I do them on my team, but I get my team to do them on me because it's like, I, how do I need to show up better and what am I working on over the next six months? And those appraisals don't just get said and forget. We think about it every month at the start of month. They sit there for half an hour. What were they working on? But the reason why I love it is it shows you how far you've come and we never throw them out. So it's the same as when I onboard a client and I do their life wheel and I go, where do you want to be in three, six, 12 months? You can actually look back at that. And I've still got my goals, Tyson, from when I first started my self-development, 2013, I think it was. I've still got my goals of what I was focusing on. And a lot of it back then was mental health, funny enough, um, which I've overcome now, which is great. Um, But, yeah, you can see how far you've grown. So doing that, and if anybody wants support with that, I'm more than happy to help them. Um, but doing that 360 degree of yourself and being like, how am I showing up? What, am, what do I need? What do I, whatever, how does the next three to six months look like for me? And then being able to look back on it, it's so powerful, mm. so powerful. Especially when we go, what have I actually accomplished? I feel like I'm in the same spot. And then I took, I'm, I'm strategy-based over here. So I've got like lists and lists on my team. When they come to me with that, I'm like, hang on a minute, let me get my list out. And I've got every single piece of self-development training mindset, accomplishments that they've done like i'm like yeah putting that in the little notes over here i'm taking notes because that's why it's like so important to remind yourself how far you've come i think that's so important
0: it really is and a lot of people can spend their time in business thinking about where they where they want to go and where they need to go and their six and 12 month goals and that sort of thing and sometimes when you're on the journey like if you're climbing a mountain and looking at the top and you're like, oh my God, it doesn't seem like it's getting any closer. And you just, you're always focusing on where you're, uh, where you're going, but it's, it can be helpful to look back and see where you've come from and say, holy Mm -hmm. shit, look how much of the mountain I have climbed, find the inspiration from that to know that even though the mind plays some illusions, sometimes it says, oh my God, you're stagnant and you're useless. And you're not enough looking back and saying, holy shit, this is where I've come from, this is what I've done. And this is what I've been able to achieve in the last however many years gives you that reminder that you're consistently growing, you're consistently progressing. And that as long as you have that mindset, like I said before, especially around resilience, then you're always going to put one foot in front of the other. And you can be proud of the journey and know that, hey, who and what you are is bigger than the outcome. So why wouldn't you just enjoy who you are becoming along the way?
1: Yeah, I agree. And it comes back to that glass half full, glass half empty analogy. It's like you need to be proud of how far you've come because if you're constantly like pushing, 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 that's where your burnout comes from when you're tired and you're like, I've had enough. Like I'm done. I'm checking out. Whereas if you actually, and again, that's why it comes back to the whole mindfulness thing and taking that time to actually contemplate is looking back at those goals and those problems you thought were problems. That you not even anything. So when it, it reminds you of next time you have a problem, I'm probably not even going to think about that in three months' time. Like yes, it's an issue right now, but it, that's what it gives you that resilience, and it gives you a sense of proud, gives you a sense of accomplishment, and you can walk around knowing, I, you know, I've come so far. Yes, I've had a lot of f ups for sure, but it's yeah. I just think you. Everybody needs to know how far they've come or how far they've grown before always looking at how far they've got to go. I think Mm -hmm. that's important. And that's where you lose yourself in that whole... uh, And again, I'm the worst for it. I did definitely live. And yes, I've built this incredible brand, but I lost myself for a good two years there in doing so um, because I wasn't self-aware as much as I am now. And it's, yeah, it's important just to enjoy the journey because we're all here to live a life and not just here to work i think
0: that's really really important i think my my main takeaway is to have more cocktails before 4pm
1: margaritas
0: (laughs) i show up if i show up to the collaborative calls and i'm a little bit drunk i'm like danielle told me to
1: whatever works
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right before we uh wrap this up i want to basically give you the permission to say where people can reach out to me to you i know you said more personally with through emails is a good is a good fit so i'm happy to put yep. us links below but what is your email for those who are just listening what is the email in which you can um they can reach out to you and is there any other ways in which people can learn more about you contact you let us know yeah,
1: yeah yeah thanks ty so yeah if anybody wants to do one-on-one i'm more than happy and welcome you all with open arms and if you're if a right fit, I'll definitely take you on um but yeah you can reach me on the website just www.loco so dot but yeah as you said so we will plug some plugs some details in the show notes and stuff
0: easy done anything else that's on your heart on your mind that you feel called to share what would what would be a words of wisdom that would make this uh, chat feel complete?
1: I think it already feels complete. It feels great, but I think just a one-liner is just to live a life on purpose. I think is is key. And if you haven't quite found that purpose yet, that's what uh, people like you and I are here for, twice. Hey, it's mm-hmm. just to figure out and, and support people in, in finding their purpose and finding ways that they can make a difference and be more resourceful.
0: It's a game changer once you live from Absolutely. purpose. It is a game changer. But thank you so much for okay. your. Wisdom, Please. your guidance, your sharing your story and being open, honest, vulnerable with us. It's no doubt everyone who's wanting to listen to this or reach out and connect in some way because it's really, really important. So thanks for being here.
1: Thanks, to us I appreciate it. We'll chat soon.
0: Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a hard-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships. So together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.